0: All right, Brother Blaine's going to come and preach a brief message, and then I'm going to uh, close out. Amen. I'll do the close, and he'll do the interlude. I bless you, brother. Glad you're alive.
1: Me too. Uh, turn with me to Galatians chapter two, verse twenty. Amen. Also, uh, Colossians chapter three, and just hold your finger in Colossians chapter three. We're going to start with Galatians two twenty.
0: Amen. Good. Brother.
1: Pastor's not kidding. It is hard to get 10 minutes together and I'm starting my timer because I really want to try to get this in 10 minutes Uh, I thank you pastor for letting us do this especially in the middle of a series and thank you church as always for allowing us young preachers to preach to you I've got to remember to stand still because I don't have a lapel mic on so y'all be with me y'all bear with me so uh, So if you have Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 if you would stand with me and we're going to read verse 20 says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me and the life, which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You can be seated as I pray. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your house tonight, Lord. What a place. This is the only place we need to be. We need to come here, worship you, Lord. Give me the words Uh, For these people, Lord, you spoke to me through this. If anybody else, if nobody else gets anything out of it, Lord, you spoke dearly to me. And I pray that I can convey that to the people, Lord. Be with us tonight. If anybody here doesn't know you, I pray that they may get saved and know you tonight. Thank you for all you do, Lord. I love you, and I'm blessed. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Tonight I want to preach a message entitled, What Really Matters? What Really Matters or... Stay focused. I couldn't choose, so I just put a slash in there and that's what we got. What really matters are stay focused. Paul's writing to the church in Galatia here and he's explaining in verses 15 through 21 why he's no longer bound by Old Testament law. He's no longer bound by Old Testament law because... Jesus came and fulfilled the law.
0: Right.
1: Amen. And just like Paul's no longer bound by the Old Testament law, when we as Christians get saved, we're no longer bound by flesh, the sin of flesh. That's right, Flesh doesn't have control over so us when we man. get saved. We can be free from our flesh and have victory over it with God's help. But unfortunately, we a lot of times give in or either really struggle with flesh. Even after being saved, we still struggle with it. We struggle with our sin or not even just sin, but the flesh that has stress and worry and obsess over yeah. things of the world and, don't ups- and focus and obsess on the things of God. But why? Why do we struggle with it so badly? One, obviously the world around us is getting worse and worse. Um, unless you've been living under a rock for the last six months, you That's know right. this. Or really for the last 20 years that I can count of. The world's getting worse and worse. This right. Sin is rampant. But I think, number two, the biggest problem is isn't really the world, it's the church and us Christians. We've lost our focus. We've lost our focus on what really matters. What's really the main thing we need to be focusing on in our lives. I believe we've forgotten the gravity and the seriousness and the responsibility it is of being Christians. Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Paul says, I beseech you. He says, I beg you, dedicate your lives to God. Live holy and God pleasing lives, he says, which is your reasonable service. He says, this is the least we can do. This is the least thing we can do for God that came and died for us on the cross it's the least we can do is live for him, right? We need to stay focused on what matters. The world is full of distractions and not just the temptation of sin. The world has so many things to offer us that aren't even really sinful things. Hobbies, all this. But are you obsessing over them? Are you obsessing over your hobby? Are you obsessing over your job, obsessing over politics? This thing that I don't know if y'all heard of COVID. And the racial issues that are going on in the world. Are you obsessing over those things? Don't get me wrong. Some of those things need to be, some of those things we need to talk about, we need to handle, we need to watch out for. And whichever side you lean on doesn't matter. What matters is what you're focusing on. Those things of this earth don't matter right now. Ultimately, in the end, they don't matter. My point Are you letting these things, are you letting the things of this world that may not even be sinful, are you letting them consume you? Don't let them take your focus off the one thing that matters, and that's God. Do you let them take your responsibility as a Christian? Do you let them take the focus off your responsibility of a Christian that's reaching a lost and dying world and sharing the gospel? Are you so focused on fighting about taking down monuments or having to wear a mask in church that you forget That 98% of the people around us are dying and going to hell. That's right. Amen. But we're worried about sitting six feet apart. That's right. Please listen to me. I'm not pointing anybody, saying anybody's names, because I'm struggling with this too. We're losing focus as a church. It's easy to lose your focus when the whole world is just, you can't do anything. You can't walk out these doors without seeing something that's going on a hot topic in politics or whatever it is right now. But Paul gives us the example in verse 20. He says he was crucified with Christ. He didn't just suffer halfway go into Christ. He said, no, I was crucified with Christ. He died fully. The flesh died and how he can truly live through Christ living in him. He said that the earthly body, the flesh that he's living in, it doesn't have control anymore. And as long as he lives by faith and remembers what Jesus did for him, you can do that as well. So right. are you crucified with Christ in these times? Or are you living in the flesh? And focusing on the things of the world. Um, are you so focused on being right and stating your opinion that you let strife and other things come between our fellows here at church? Other Christians around Hebrews twelve fourteen says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. If we're not at peace with what's it say? All men. We're not going to have blessings from God. That's not a, if he doesn't agree with this, that, or the other. All men, as Christians, we need to have a peace with all men. We're missing out on the blessings of God. Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Here it is. The manner of some is the is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as ye see the day approaching. Amen. The last part again, but exhorting one another so much more, so much the more as ye see the day approaching. We need to love one another. We need to grow in God with each other. Now more than ever. That's
0: right.
1: Um, sure. Good. How do we do it? Verse 20 says we must, or verse 20 of this right here in Galatians. We must die daily. We have to crucify the flesh daily. Seek Him every day. Remember what He did on the cross for us. Number two, stay focused on what really matters. Turn over to Colossians 3 with me real quick. I'm going to read verses 1 through 3. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Paul compares again the crucifixion. He says Jesus was crucified and rose again. We as Christians, once we're saved, we don't need to get saved and be done with it. We need to, as he says in verse one, be risen with Christ. Seek those things above. Focus on God and what he's done for us. Live that holy life for him. Set ourselves apart. Come to church. Even when these things in the world are so full of so much other stuff to get us distracted, we have to seek him. Seek God. Verse 2, says, set your affection. Affection is like a love. Webster defines it as a passion. We need to be passionate. Passionate about God. We need to be passionate about reaching the lost. We need to be passionate about our love for God. You can't be passionate without loving somebody. We need to be passionate about our Christian lives, how we live our lives. Have some passion. I know it's hard in these times. Everything is so negative you see everywhere you can't Open your eyes in the morning without seeing something negative. But we're never promised an easy walk in this world. Uh, First Corinthians 1531, Paul says, I died." He died daily. He's not talking about the same context that I am here. He said he's literally suffering every day. Well, he didn't have it easy. Philippians 124 says, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. He's saying to those that he's speaking to there, he's saying what really matters right now is that we're here In the flesh, it's more beneficial for us Christians to be right here on earth right now. As much as glorious as it would be to be in heaven, we need to stay focused on being right here. We need to crucify the flesh daily, have a walk with God, pray, read the Bible before you get on the news and see what the madness is for the day. Praise him for what he's done for you every day. Set your affection on him with a passion greater than anything. Focus on him. Focus on telling others about him. Focus on growing a relationship as Christians with each other. Romans ten fourteen. How shall they call on him who they have not believed? And how should they believe on him who they have not heard? And how should they hear without a preacher? The world's only hope right now in this time or ever is us. You say that don't really sound right because there's hope is God, but that is right. Because as as Christians, our main responsibility and our focus and over everything should not be fighting, should not be consumed with current events. Rather, how will they hear who've not heard? We have to stay focused on our goal. And it's telling a lost and dying world of a loving, merciful Savior. That's their only hope for true peace. This is our only hope for eternal life. We have to stay focused on what really matters. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for the opportunity to preach your word. Lord, I thank you for using this in my life and convicting me greatly. Even again, preaching it, Lord, I thank you for it. We need to help, me, help me stay focused on you. Lord, help us stay focused on you. Grow together as a church. Not be consumed with the world, but consumed with reaching the world in Dalton, Georgia for you in these times. It's the only hope we have. Lord, I love you and thank you for your blessings. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Wonderful message. Much needed. That's what we need. I like that
0: third verse there in in Colossians chapter 3 where it talks about we are dead. It says you're dead in Christ and we are hid. Our life is hid in Him. Think about that. Does the world see you or do they see Jesus? Our life is to be hid In Jesus, We've been talking about this subject in our youth thing the last couple weeks about the flesh, about dealing with the flesh. Any of you have to deal with temptation every once in a while? Daily, right? And we've been talking about that. And and Romans chapter 6, I want you to study it sometime. It goes right along with his message. Romans chapter 6, just read through there, first 13, 14 verses. All 23 of them are good. But read Romans chapter 6. Romans 6, 6 says this, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. You don't have to serve sin anymore. We are dead. All flesh is dead. What a wonderful message. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Wonderful message. Appreciate that, Brother Blaine. Hope we can live that out in our lives. I know I needed it.